Yo, it's your boy, Hopes Just Eric. This is episode 99. 99. Shout out Warren Sapp. Shout out Warren Sapp. Shout out to the Buccaneers in 2000. You know, shout out to the whole year 2000 and 99. Shout out to Cash Money. Shout out to Lil Wayne. And that's where I'm going to start right there, Lil Wayne. You changed the world, bro. You really did. You really changed the world. Earth and my dimension will never be the same. You know, you embraced a culture and a lifestyle that, you know, it's, it's electrifying. You know, hip-hop is electrifying. You know, it's the WWE of entertainment. <laughs> you know, it is... That shit, Lil Wayne, I've been listening to Lil Wayne all week. I actually wanted to make this podcast, you know, have Lil Wayne songs playing in the background. But this, I just cannot put music on the podcast right now because I don't know what the fuck's going on with podcasting and monetizing and, and all this bullshit. I'm not trying to get my, my content snatched down or pulled down, especially episode 99. And... Let's get into it, man. I am your host, Just Eric, like I said before. If you've never listened to this podcast before, then you're in for something. You're in for something new. And in the beginning of this podcast, I am about to talk about, you know, another podcast and my influences and really the little bit about the business that I learned from listening to podcasts the last two weeks because podcasters have been giving it raw. I'm talking about fucking the ears raw, no condom. In your face, nigga. They're giving you the answers. They're giving you the cheat code. You just got to listen, man. You just got to pay attention to what the fuck is going on and what world you're in. And I'm in a whole lot of different worlds. You know, I'm growing weed. I have my own, I have my own medical marijuana business, legal medical marijuana business. I have this. I have YouTube. I have... So much more shit going on. I'm an author. I write children's books. I, I write screenplays. I do this. I do, I do fucking everything. I make music. Anything that you can think about, I do. And I started out just DJing. So I, love, I would love to put music on my podcast. I would love to spin a little bit, do a little bit with the music because I do have a different taste. I do have shit that I know y'all fuck with. If you want to listen to my uh, mixes, though, go to Audio Mac, type in Toyota Matrix. That is my DJ artist name, whatever. But we got to get into this opening shit. This is a female-friendly podcast. This is an LGBTQ safe place. And you know me, I'm an advocate. I'm trying to get that S at the end. You know, like that, like that silent valve. You know, that S. Because you might be straight. Who knows? Are we not a sexuality? Come on now. You feel me if you feel me, you know? And I want to be in there. I want to be able to just, you know. And I feel like together, you know, we the Infinity Stones. We unite all the sexualities. And we really um, go out here. We help stop these, these fucking terrorist acts on women. These terrorist acts on sexuality and, 
and how you should act and just every single thing. That way people don't feel pressure to do anything that they do not want to do or be whoever they do not want to be. And it's okay to, bro, it's a, like, I don't feel anything wrong about me just, I only want to fuck with women. But listen, I'm not shy. If a nigga want to fuck with me, hey, say you want to fuck with me, bro. Pay a little rent. Pay a little rent. Don't touch me. We can go on a little date. You can flirt with me. You know? I don't care. Pay a bill. <laughs> so, this is a podcast. And I get to talk shit. I, I have a bunch of ignorance inside me. I have a bunch of jokes. If it wasn't for quarantine, COVID shit, right now I would be doing my little tour running in California, LA, opening up, hosting, or doing whatever I can to be around comedians. Uh, I really feel like those are my, my, my good friends. Um, I'm, I'm that guy when it comes to shit like that. So I, I do feel I can make friends in the comedy world. I'm not there with my cell phone out. I'm not there on my cell phone. I'm in a comedy. I've been to comedy uh, comedy clubs all the time uh, before quarantine. And it's like, it's my vibe. I like it. I like the women that are in there. You know, the dudes, you know, they're a little whatever, douchey or da 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 But they under, they, you know, I don't know, comedy, comedians, we fucking listen. You know, I feel like we're very observant of what's going on and we just look at life a little bit different than how everyone else looks at it. We can crack a joke at the at the most horrifying thing we fucking can see. It's like, damn, I should not be thinking this, but this shit, I have something that I, so this, I see the silver lining. So guys, excuse me, got a burp. <sighs> that was weak. That was fucking weak. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. So, quote of this podcast. You guys are new. Are the first-time listeners. Um, Lao Che. Lao Te. It's, it's, he's an old philosopher. Like, super old. Chinese philosopher. Old Che. Lao Chi. Lao Te Zhu. Whatever. It is T-Z-U. But in Chinese, it's like Cha. Or something like that. So, Lao Che. I don't know. I tried to look it up. I had to say it before I got on this podcast. And let me tell you. They, they said Ch. I'm, I'm not lying. They said Ch. So, but. What's the quote, Eric? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you. He who knows does not speak. He who speaks does not know. And this is a podcast. So, I don't know shit. So anything that I say on this bitch, seriously, contradicting, oh, fucking, oh, that's egotistical, or anything that you might feel like, damn, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? You are talking some bullshit right now. That's how you really feel? No. I just got to give it up. This is a podcast. I am trying to make content, ladies and gentlemen, content, entertainment. I have joined the entertainment business, and I am down with the entertainment business now. I am going to, like, say some shit. That I have no business talking about. But the fact of the matter is, I got a voice and I can say whatever the fuck I want to say. 
<laughs> so let that be known, motherfucker. And this just brings us into our first topic and what we're really into the show now. We're about how much minutes in? We're not that much. We're not that far into the show. So if you're still, oh, seven minutes, we're good. All right, guys, I'm going to light this blunt and we're going to get right into it, guys. What podcast do you watch? Not watch or listen to. What podcast do you like to listen to? Do you have a special drop date every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday that you go to in the morning time? And you just listen, man. You just put it on, drink you some hot tea, some coffee, roll you a blunt, laugh. Anything that you like to do. Me, personally, every Friday is 85 South Show. Every... Thursday, I believe, or Wednesday. I think the Joe Budden podcast drops on YouTube. And that's where I watch the Joe Budden podcast is on YouTube. I don't go to Spotify. I actually really don't listen to um, any podcast on Spotify. And the last two Joe Budden episodes is here what I'm about to talk about. If you have not watched them, go watch them. I think it's 373. And 372. And Joe Budden has basically, for the last two years, he signed a Spotify contract two years ago when podcast was just now. It was an unknown market still two years ago. Granted, I joined the market two years ago as well. 100 episodes. If you know me, if you know this podcast, then you know a nigga had to stop because I live in Costa Rica. I, I am a business owner, and there was just some things that I have to place before this. And also, I record this on my phone, and I, can't, I didn't have a phone in 2019 for about six months. And I didn't have a phone in 2020 for a little bit, for about, three, about two months out this year. So it's not technically my fault. It's the universe telling me put my energy on something else. But a boy, I would be at almost 200 episodes now. But I told myself, slow the fuck down. Why are you rushing when you're a content king? I'm a black African-American content king out here. And I got it. So we're growing the YouTube page right now, which I started two years ago. And I should have been doing since high school. I should have just been uploading shit. You know, but right now I'm doing the nice YouTube algorithm where I'm uploading twice a day, three times a day, and I will be continuing to do that until I reach about 500,000 subscribers. Then I'm a backpedal. Then I'm gonna give more content at a later date. So Joe Budden, man, two year experiment, two two year trying to get all the information. Said he went to uh, Spotify. Signed a contract. He said Spotify agreed to giving him the information and the analytics that he wanted. He said it didn't work out like that. Said they tried to give him rollies. Tried to sign him again eight months after his contract exceeded whatever they thought. He was just breaking down the podcasting business with dealing with Spotify. And his dealings with Spotify and how what he sees with questions he's asked. And boy, am I happy for fucking Joe Budden. Thank you, bro. Thank you. And I really mean that shit from a creator's point of view and just as a consumer point of view. You're making these shows better, not flooding the fucking scene with ads. 
not flooding the fucking scene with bad, oversaturated, fucked up content. You're really doing what you set out to do and you're really helping the creator. And I really appreciate it because he was ex he was explaining how during his time when he signed, Amy, Amy Schumer was having a show and they were releasing hers before they released his. Now, hers didn't do what they expected. His shut down Spotify. Number one podcast for two years while he's, while he's still been there. His contract is over September 23rd. It's a, it's, it, you have to, if you create content, if you create podcasts, if you create any type of art, Joe Budden is fighting he is in your corner. And I'm here to say this, any execs on Joe Budden's side, any Joe Budden, you know, your media company, I heard there's ramblings out there in the media industry and in the media, whatever. I'm out here trying to monetize myself and to grow my podcast. So Joe Budden, if you want an opening act, my guy, my guy, uh, you know, my Jersey City. Are you from the Brick City? Where's the Brick City at? I've never been to New York or the East Coast. I've never even experienced it, but I know I want to experience it. Also, if y'all could, y'all know any girls from the Bronx, like, hey, Maul, you know, Rory. What a oops at. <laughs> you know, hey, I'm trying to join a team, bro. Like, I understand where, what you're fighting for, what the fight is. I'm African-American. It's not just about color or any of that shit. But being an American content creator, I am African-American. I can be easily manipulated and taken advantage of because of the spots that my family are in and because of the money that I need. But honestly, at, the, at this time and date, I don't need the money. I went ahead and went into a life where I was like, you know what? I know because in twenty in twenty fifteen I moved to Los Angeles with my my best friend, and he was a, he's a very talented artist, very very talented artist. We got signed six months after being in Los Angeles, California. Being signed, we seen that it was not what the fuck we thought it was moving from Kentucky to fucking California. So what we said was, oh, this is what it is. Bet we're not doing this. I'm not putting blood, sweat, and tears into something that it can be said and copied and, and just like to an extent to where I'm not getting what I deserve from it. And I'm going to treat myself how I should be treated and compensate myself how I know I should be compensated. And that is me starting my own business, me learning some shit, me learning a trade that I can do. And so we moved from California to Costa Rica. I learned how to grow marijuana. I learned how to do a whole bunch of handyman shit. Now I started to come back to the States in 2019 to start my business. And then fucking COVID happened. But I understand it is a blessing that I even got to start my business. And I'm here. And we're doing it. So I don't need the money. I ain't into the, I ain't into the podcast entertainment business for the money. I'm in it for the entertainment. To entertain myself. To release content. To release art. Trust me. That's exactly what I'm here for. So when Joe is talking about how Spotify, and I'm over here thinking literally last week, if Spotify throws me a check, I'm going. Oh, no, I'm not doing it anymore. Even though I really want to monetize my podcast, I, Joe Bunn has literally broke it down. Oh, no, we don't need to go that route. 
is not the route that needs to be taken. Not for you. I don't want ads on my shit like that. I don't want to lose my, what is it, IP or is IP. I don't want to lose my IP. I don't want to lose my my show and make it a thing that I don't want to do anymore because this isn't, excuse me, this isn't something that I'm doing for just a bag. My mental health is in, in, is in this. I need this to release my jokes. I need this to release my stand-up, like work on my material and, and tell stories, help me become a better speaker. Like this shit has helped me talk and understand what talking is. And so I hear bullshit when I hear bullshit. And I'm starting to notice now as an adult that, oh, adults use conversation, use emotion, use your energy, and try to manipulate you in certain situations that you're unexperienced in. Other than teaching you the game, learning you the game, and being a nice human being, no, out here in this real world, as someone in their mid-20s that is in the business of entrepreneurship and marijuana and product business and marketing and now openly saying I'm in the entertainment business, it's is a lot of different ways for you to get fucked. And I gotta watch my asshole. You know? I have to watch my asshole. Ooh, just got that bread. Alright, so guys, Joe Budden's out there and he's doing it for us. Listen to his podcast, listen to him talk. He only has five episodes left, I believe. And then he'll be not on Spotify anymore, whatever he's gonna do. Hopefully, you know, execs hear this. Listen, I have a lifetime of content for the past four years that has not been released, that has not been talked about, that has not, has not been shared with anybody. It is purely in me still. I have wrote, oh, no, I'm, I'm lying. But the more like from the first eight years of my life, or like the past eight years, I have screenplays. I got skits. I got fucking ideas for, you know, books. I have short novels. I have everything. I like to write, and I write a lot. I write these episodes down. I write the topics down. I am basically the producer of this show, the content creator of this show, the editor of this show, the host of this show. I am everything. And what basically I learned from Joe Bunn's podcast is basically that I need to be more outspoken on my worth. I'm young, black in America, and I create content, and I've never, 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 never been a lame content creator. I always kind of see what the fuck is popping out here. I always kind of feel whatever I'm doing isn't the lamest shit, or isn't, you know, it doesn't even matter lame or cool, whatever. I just know whatever I do has a flair to it. Like Gucci Mane the flair, Rick flair, flair to Don, you know? Spirit fingers flair. You know, I, I I got whatever they got. You know, hold on, hold on. So, on to the next topic. So, guys, you guys have been rocking with the boy for two years. 2018, 2019, you guys get the scene or the evolution or whatever's happening. But this next stage of my life, this 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, is about to be legit lit, bro. 
This decade is about to be legit lit. I can tell. Also, mm, might be got a little boo. Might got a little some situation. Um, I'm really feeling the woman that I'm talking to right now. It is a long distance type of thing. You know, of course, COVID and shit keeping us apart. But it's cool. Getting to know someone has been something that I've been wanting to do. And the last couple girls I've talked to, it just seemed like the sex part comes really soon. Really soon. And that should be cool. But, like, my energy's really... It's bright. It's It's light. But it can be heavy on some people. And we have sex a couple times. Feelings and emotions and all this shit starts to just merge. And I'm getting looked at to do something that I don't want to do. That my life isn't in that direction. And so most of the time, you know, it's... it's it's going to end in something. And we're not really friends. She was just fucking me. So she's not really going to talk to me. And another dude's going to come. And we just have no relationship. And that has happened time and time. And that's why I'm not out here trying to fuck on these girls like that. Listen, I want to be your friend. Where can we get the brunch? Can we get the nails done? Like, can we talk? I'm a chatty patty. I can talk about shit. I'm trying to talk to you about the women I'm dating and shit. Like... I enjoy women. And I want, I like that part. You know, I'm not in it just to fuck you. And it'd be like situations where the vibe just be, if a girl wants to have sex, like some girls for real will set the whole little vibe. You know, they'll set the whole vibe up. And you've really got one or two choices. Either you're going to get your dick sucked and you're going to fuck her. Or you're going to just be sitting there with your dick hard. <laughs> and one of the two. Is she going to throw you the brump? Like a like the easiest alley-oop on a seven-foot goal. And nigga, you're 6'6", six, six, nigga. So you're looking in the rim. You know, some girls don't know really, you know, they kind of, they're not, they're not really been the, so much of the aggressor to where, you know, they're making the dick, you know, jump out the gym. You know, they're, they try to make it come to the bench, sit down, um, things like that. It's just a whole nother experience. I don't know if you had a girl that's not really sexy, that's wants you to fuck her. But she just doesn't know how to complete the mission without you being the aggressive one. You know? See me like, this dick ain't free. So I got to put it out there that you're going to have to speak up. You're going to have to do something if you want this dick or not. This ain't no, 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 this ain't 1999, 2001, 2003 shit. This ain't even 2009. You know, I'm not 
invading your space. I'm not trying to trigger you. Because I don't, unless you're just oozing the flirting to where, you know, we're breaking, touching, and we're, you know, we, the energy's there. I ain't a lame nigga. Come on now. I can feel the shit like, I can tell if she wants it or not. Off the flirting, off the touching, all that good shit. But if she, we're subtle with it, we've only broke the touching bird where she touched my arm, I touched her arm. Um, there's just still a barrier of of that physical because that's a normal thing. When you get a little bit older, I feel like, yeah, that is just not so much. My, in college, bro, what barrier is there, my nigga? It is the barrier. Oh, you're cute, I'm cute. You're cute, I'm cute. Touch me, you know? And now it's like, you know, I'm dating women older than me, four or four years older than me. I've dated women six years older than me that's the oldest and it just seems now that you know women older than me can see the boy you know the vibrational level is, is, is there the conversation level is there you know what we talk about what I do how serious I am with who I am it shows and I, I hey the older women see it attractive I mean the younger women um, my age, 26, 25, 24, I don't know what, I don't know what they're looking for. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what, I don't even know what they're doing, to be honest. Like, what are you niggas doing? I know that some of y'all got kids. Not all of y'all got kids. I'm not saying everyone has kids because I know a lot of women my age, 26, 25, 24, don't have kids. And hopefully, they stay that way the next four or five years. Get to your 30s. Woo! Get to your 30s, girl. I guarantee you, nigga, it'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. Man. But yeah, man, I think your boy's dating somebody. Never said that on the show. A lot of things are changing up. A lot of things are getting better. My manifest skills are in a top 10 level. They're like top 10 in the league. Easy. Like, I'm like Luka Doncic with the motherfucking manifest. Like, I'm young out here, but I'm doing the shits. Like, nigga, you ain't never seen it done like this. But that boy is 20. One doing his thing, but honestly, if our 16 year olds in America got to play professional sports, guess where we would be? Yeah, exactly. Niggas be retiring at 27, 28. Guarantee you, bro. Guarantee you, niggas be retiring at 30 because they didn't get there and done it all. How many buckets are you gonna score? <laughs> hey, how many buckets are you going to score? Like, Giannis and niggas been playing basketball, professional basketball. As soon as they start to hit the height of a grown man. Only in America do you get monetized so much where they keep you at a slow pace to where they can milk the fucking bread out of you. They want to milk you that way because you're going to miss so much. People are going to miss out on so much millions of dollars from you, from other coaches, AAU coaches, Niggas play three, four AAU teams, organizations, college, 
then from college, you have to go to a major college for you to even get that look at the NBA. And it's like, you got to have that money. There's a certain level of money to make it in the NBA as an American athlete that you have to have. And that's fucked up. To me, if I own the Knicks, I'm having a youth Knicks team. I put together a whole Knicks youth league where I take care of 150 kids. You know, in one, like, in a group, in an age group. So I'm looking after about 500 kids. I got 500 basketball players playing for the Knicks, signed to the Knicks, in youth. From 9 to 11, 12 to, uh, 12 to 14, 15 to 18. 15 to 18. Then I got the 19 to 25 Knicks. That's the D League team. So come on, I'm in the G League team. And you can get caught up to the G League at any time. So your ass can be 13. You just doing niggas in the... I'm talking about, bro, I've been to basketball camp and niggas be 12 years old, a animal. Listen, they be 13, animal. Nigga, I've seen a 13-year-old go for 57, 50, 43, 48. What, then he had like a 36-piece. He didn't even play, like, the last quarter of the game type shit. In camp. My man went through the first day of camp because we have six games a day. We, uh, what, three games on? What is it, six? Play in the morning, 11-15. You take an hour break. Then you play again at, like, one-something. Take an hour break. Then you play again at night. Yeah, we play three games a day. My man, and it's like a four- or five-day camp. The first two days, he, yeah, six games, bro. He The first two days, he torched at all the 12, 11, 13-year-olds, my nigga was going 50. Come on now. You score 50 in the first game, then another 50-piece, then a 30-40-piece. Come on now. He wasn't. He was skipping 20s. Like, I don't even score 20 points. Right? He don't even know what that is. We called him Turtle. And when I tell you, bro, we moved, he got moved up to the, to the high school league immediately to, the, to where there was 18-year-old grown men in there immediately. And from there, the pressure begot, it got more. You know, it got more, so he calmed down. He went from 30 to 40 to 50 to, like, 10, 17. But that's only because of the mental aspect. He had to, like, he was, it took a minute to get adjusted. His last day there, he was eating. But it took him a minute to get adjusted because he switched teams in the middle of camp to older boys. Like, niggas 13 years old. Everyone over here is 15, 16. You know, everyone over here is a year older than what he's supposed to do. Um, so it was like he got taken out of his friend group, and it just shook him up a little bit. But he was hella cool. I ended up, bro, we had like a little group. It was like eight of us, nine of us from everywhere, from like Tennessee, Ohio, um, Florida. And we're from Kentucky. Like We're, we're homebred in the camp. At the bluegrass, um, at the motherfucking blue chip camp. And it was just some, like, American sports could be so much more than what the fuck it is. Like, but they, but they be trying to make it the slave trade, bro. Non-guaranteed contracts because the league is 70% white. I mean, black. I bet if the league was 70% white in the NFL, they would have guaranteed contracts. For sure. Players would be having stock and a little bit of ownership in the business. 
and into the league, into the teams and shit like that. But because of the talent pool comes from a place where they don't even respect. I don't respect you. We can find another nigger. Ooh, let that sit. Let that sizzle right there. I, I, that hurt my own soul saying it like that. But we can just find another nigger that's 6'6 six, six, that can do exactly what you do. And if we can't, we'll look for another one. And if he doesn't do what he do, we'll do it for another one. And it's like, damn. That's why the Knicks ain't got no fucking, like, bro, they should be help. They should have a whole, they should buy a whole apartment complex. Nigga, if you a kid in here playing basketball, want to play basketball, listen, we got this shit for you. You can play for the Knicks. We have a contract for you. Have their parents get helped out. Like, bro, to me, society, a lot of businesses that I'm going to do, I know it's against the law legally. I don't know for real if it's not or not, but I'm paying little kids salary more than their parents. You know, and having their parents, because, you know, it's like at that time, it's like you were, the parents will take advantage of the kid. That's what it's going to be like or seem like. But it's like, nah, they don't get a chance to. Because we'll pay all the bills. Oh, that's not even anything. We'll pay your little stupid ass rent. We'll pay your electricity bill. We'll do all that shit. Your kid makes 20. This, your kid makes this. You can invest partial of this to this account. Partial of this to his savings, partial of this to his checking. You're his parent. You need to be able to travel and get to places where he needs to be and to have things for him and to buy things for him and to look out and just be more loving to him. So you get a piece of that. The money comes in and it splits four ways. To his future, to his, his savings for his checking that he can pull from. His regular account, his regular money, and then you need money. Because you're his parent, you're his guardian. You have to drive him, you have to have a car, you have to be able to afford bit, like, you know, things like that. And on top of that, your bills are paid for. You're getting paid now to be a parent. You're getting paid now to be a parent, and that's going to make everything more easy and only reason is because your kid wants to play a sport and that's just for part of his life. That's not even for a little bit of his life. I guarantee you if kids can go pro at 13, 14, 15, 16 years old, they'll get to the league, play 10 years and be done with the shit. Play 10 years, be done with it, bro. Like Basketball is just one thing that they do. It's not who they are. And they tell you that all the time in basketball when you go to camps, when you do all this other shit. And let me tell you, it'll be dope to see 27-year-olds quit the game of basketball, retire from it, give, because they didn't gave their, uh, they gave their youth basically to it, which is great. You know, team, you're around other players your age, yada, yada, yada. It's, it's a great travel world, things like that. Basketball, sports can take you around the world. It's true. You don't need to see. You don't even need to speak the same language. We play basketball. We, we know motion. Everyone, hey, everybody know motion. So run it. Having it able, having the market able to be open like that for African Americans, I feel like will benefit. Because there's no reason a six six year old, twelve year old, thirteen year old should just be in class 
learning about some bullshit. He don't need to need to be need to be learning. And in three years, he can go pro. Three years, he's making his mom and dad money. For three years, while he's training, having training programs and all that good shit. That's what. And then that's for athletes, for the academics, for the people that are just overachievers with where. Whatever they learn, whatever comes into their face, whatever they read, they just comprehend it and know the answer. Those people, see me personally, I love what Kobe Bryant was doing with the Mamba, um, you know, the Mamba camp, the Mamba, uh, what's that shit called, bro? Uh, Academy, you know, Mamba Academy and shit like that. I've always been a big fan of like Hogwarts. And just boarding school, like boarding schools and shit like that. Um, and, you know, kids getting independence. You know, kids, you know, doing them, being able to be themselves and learn as much and, and experience. And because that right there is going to get them to the whole other level of understanding, man. Let me chug my phone. Let me chug my phone. Let me charge my phone. Hold on. And then won't keep going out. Oh man. If you hear a dog bark, I'm in the living room recording. I'm lighting blunts up. Um, Trey should be coming in here. I think he might join us on the second half of the podcast. Which is cool. Blunt going up. Let's get it. So yeah, man, I've always been a fan of like of that type of shit to where you know, three months out the year, four months out the year, people can get a break from their parents. That's needed. That's needed right there. It's needed. I couldn't imagine being no parent. But if I was a parent, if I was, how what kind of parent would you be, Eric? Listen, I would be a loving, energetic, patient, yogi parent. In the sense of that being, oh, I live in the wilderness anyway. So anywhere that I move, I'm moving to the wilderness. And we grow everything for the crib. Like, I'm making my own bread with the wheat, crackers, anything I can make. And I can store. And I'm down, like, with that, like, every three months I make crackers you know, or and peanut butter and things like that for the crib, I can do that. And so me raising a kid would be totally different than how you would raise a kid in America because I'm not raising my kid in America. We'll visit America, you know, but that's only for whatever reason we come here for. Like, I believe in a world education, so I will have the money to travel and to do things like that to where when he starts to get old enough to speak in whatever language he wants to speak, we're moving there. We're going there. We're going to other countries that speak the same language, maybe a little different, maybe to tweak it a little bit. And so hence for him to understand, oh, there's other countries that speak the same language? Yeah. And his world will be broadened or her world will be broadened 
and also my kid once is able to talk and communicate wants to want like wants to know about something I'm not coming in all the time with whatever I think it is because honestly they're three years old. There's three years old out the source. I kind of want to know what they think this is. What do you think this is? And then I will tell you what my answer is and the world's answer. This is what the world thinks this is. What do you think this is? Has to be given to me before I give him the world's answer. I want to know what you think. And I'm going to try to comprehend that and understand that for a minute before I tell you what the world thinks. Because we're going to see what this, what you think is right or wrong first. Also, I feel like my child will not have to beg, cry, act foolish, act unnatural to get his attention. They ain't going to throw no hissy fits or anything like that because there's no need to. And if there is, it will be met with compassion and self-awareness. Look what you're doing to yourself. You want something We are too lazy to get it. So you're crying about it. I'm not going to feel sorry for you. But do you understand why I'm not feeling sorry for you? Because you're doing it to yourself. Hey, I'm saying that to a two-year-old. <laughs> hey, I'm saying that to a two-year-old. We're breaking it down. You're a self-aware being. And I expect you to act like it. <laughs> hey, I expect you to act like it, my nigga. I don't give a fuck how old you are. We aware in this house. You know? We're not putting our problems on anyone else. We're not, <laughs> we're not yelling in here. We're not acting a fool. Maybe we're acting a fool. Maybe a little bit, maybe a lot. But there's no acting. We're just foolish because that's just nature of human beings, I believe. You know, we're just gonna dance, we're gonna we're gonna say some shit, maybe. But I feel like when I have when I do have a kid, my talking will go down extremely. Extremely. And that's why I feel like this podcast will grow even more. Because I won't talk as much and I don't want to just be fucking talking for no goddamn reason in front of my kid like <laughs> I don't want to start that to where we feel like we gotta talk because he's seen me talk the entire time so when he talks he wants to talk the entire time no no uh uh we not doing that I cannot I've been like this fucking blunt bruh for a minute. This is why you gotta roll your blunts fat. That's what they fatter blunts stay lit longer. So if you're out there rolling a 0.5 blunt, 
and you got another 0.5 that you're just saving, put that other 0.5 in the motherfucking blunt, nigga. Put that other 0.5 in the blunt. Roll a fucking grand blunt, bro. And smoke half of it. Put the other half up. Do it like that. Yo ass smoking Rello, nigga. Shout out to my boy Zach. My man legit had a whole ounce in front of him. My nigga wrote a point three blunt out of a bad habit. Just, you know, when you don't have shit for a long time, you know, they'd be like a food full, full of food. But y'all has to go in there and make a sandwich because it's like, it's just overwhelming and you're so, so used to that. Because I've been over, I've been over, I've been over real rich people's houses and I'll make a ham sandwich. And they be like, boy, you want, you don't want to, you don't want something else? Well, I did, but you know, I don't like, it's a thing that you do to yourself. I'll be finding myself doing that in the past. I'm not on that no more. We getting what we want. And we're dealing with decisions. So. What are y'all here? So, quick question for you guys. When was the last time you got that good neck? Like that. Woo! Damn, that's good. She gotta do that again. I don't give a fuck what happened between us. I gotta get that again. I'll give you a minute to think about it. When was the last time you got that neck? Also, I got the Consent is Sexy shirts coming out. Consent is sexy. Because you already know that's my fucking... Oh, that's my word right there. If a girl just came in my ear after like the second day, let's say we're on a second date and we're cooling and we're halfway through the date and then, you know, I'm just compliment. I'm being great, being a gentleman. I'm being exactly what she wants to hear and see and just being, she's having a great time like in my presence and my energy is not just draining hers or or doing any weird shit it's actually a friendly friendship there's some lover energy in here also which feels great to have and you know and just to, you know that hit that good vibe and i'm setting that vibe right on this date and halfway through she gets in my ear or she hugs me and gets in my ear or just whispers and you know it's you got consent. I got what? Well, you heard me. You got consent. Oh, I got consent. But I got to know for what, though? To do what? Now, ladies, that's when you can hit me with the... Anything you want. No anal. The no anal part tells me that the coochie's open. Well, I kind of knew the coochie was open from the anything, but you you resubmitted the paper and the consent label again with the okay, so I can get close to that. Okay, cool. 
it ain't gonna be that, but it's cool. Cause I don't even do that. It's cool. <laughs> okay. So we're there. And from the date now, you know, I can be a little bit more flirty with the hands or or, or you know, or you know, we can, you know, we can do a little some something else. Or just keep it cool, keep it casual. That's the type of person I am. I'm going to keep it casual. I'm going to keep it more cool. Not too cool for school. None of that shit. But I'm not pressing to get you home. Especially if I already got the consent. I'm not... I'm not finna two two one press your ass to the crib. No, nigga, I'm not finna be <laughs> looking at you. Oh, you ready to go? Come on, I'm ready to do. Like, come on, I'm already know. I'm trying to. Uh, no, nigga, it's she. Me, she might have to have to like. I'm ready to go home. Cool, let's go. Pull up at that crib with the consent. Uh huh. Uh huh. Huh. Back bent. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm in her shit. Type type shit like. Throw that consent word, and I get chills down my back. Like, ooh, consent? I got it all. Like, I got it like that. Hold on, hold on. I got the consent to eat that pussy? Huh, thank you. And it's still 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And if it's a situation where you don't even really want to, like, the man in you is telling you, yes, we should definitely have sex with her. But something inside you is like, but we should definitely wait. We don't even know her. Who is she? Because she acting a little foo-foo. She acting a little, I don't kind of like what she did over here. So let me just see who she is. And she offers you consent. Like she does the same thing. Well, no, you know, you got consent. I fuck with you. It's like from there, you can choose to if you want consent or not. (laughs) You can choose. I just read the text message, so I'm repeating something. (laughs) Like a preacher. And if you choose to not sleep with her, my brother. That is your choice. Just because she gives you consent does not mean that you consent. That means sex is not consensual. Just because you're a man... And that society has put upon you that you must hit this fine young woman. But really then, before you go too far, understand who you are. Do you want to have sex with this woman? Ask yourself that. And if the answer is exactly yes, sir. But from the soul, not from your other head, you know, the dick one. So let the choir sing, pass the correction plate around. (laughs) Boy, fucking church, boy. I don't know any of my 
listeners that never really went to Baptist church or a southern southern church and when I mean southern black church like a southern predominantly black church type of thing a black preacher's church put it that way and if you never went to a church with a with a energetic black preacher you ain't seen church like you ain't seen church I've been to so many different churches and when I tell you like uh, this ain't even church, y'all. We ain't even do nothing. We just came in here. Your preacher literally stayed in one tone the entire time. I'm falling asleep in this shit. And it, I'm falling. I'm falling asleep. And you know what? I just realized black people can fall asleep during anything. Because how was I falling asleep with the preacher yelling and singing? I'm talking about is jumping and you got the eight oh weights in the church. I'm in that bitch. My mom elbowing me and shit. Standing up, boy, stand up. I'm on that bitch. Stand, bro. I I, I don't know what church used to. My church used to make me so sleepy. But I'm trying to tell you, I used to be standing up, sleep. Oh my god, bro, I cannot stay up. It's worse than school. Like, what is this? It is juking in here. You got Miss Johnson. Holy Ghost running around this bitch blind. Bro, I'm trying to tell you. That's how I knew that shit was real, bro. That's how I knew that shit was real. And these ladies is acting a motherfucking fool in here. A lady that always had a little limp. When I tell you, caught the, the preacher was going crazy. He had the voice with the singing and shit mixed with it. I don't know if you ever heard that, but he was like, And when I said, you're going to be lost when you get found. I mean, you're going to have to be lost before you get found. Jesus ain't going to come up on you. And I'm trying to tell you, going stupid on the mic. But granny, somebody's granny, bro. I'm talking about through that cane. Through the cane. Almost hit the little three-year-old in the head and start running. But it, but you know, when they catch the real Holy Ghost, they are yelling. Ah, ah. I'm trying to tell you, bro. First off, I'm asleep. Woke me straight up. Oh, shit. She came right down the aisle. I'm sitting on the aisle. She come dashing down the aisle. I legit grabbed my mom like, oh, my God, mom. She <laughs> my mom started laughing. <laughs> my mom started laughing. I'm being dead serious, bro. I thought she was coming to give me like a haunted house, bro. I'm like, uh, what the fuck is she doing? That was the first time I ever, ever really like, really took notice because she was sitting like two rows in front of me. Two rows in front of me, bro, and caught that shit. Like, I ain't never been that close to it. Usually it happens on the opposite side of the church and she'll run a couple laps around. Bro, the lady was close as hell. I'm talking about like I could if I wanted to stand up and get up, I can like touch her type shit with just like moving one foot. Boy, she caught that holy ghost. Boy, scared the shit out of me. I'm talking about I don't even. You couldn't even see her eyes no more. No, her hat was real. Like she had a big ass church hat on. That shit fell right in front of her face. She was out there. This just. I'm talking about jumping, skipping on when when she hit the gallop, like you know the little kid gallop. When you'd be like, hey, get on your horse. And you put that horse between your leg and you gallop. Bro, when I tell you she galloped. Miss Johnson is 70-something years old. She out here galloping. And then she hit a full sprint. Like, arms flailing. Frills. Bro, that shit had me in tears. 
I was low-key kind of scared, though, laughing. Like, please don't come over here. I'm a sacco. <laughs> I'm a sacco, old ass. You keep playing, nigga. Don't come over here. I'll come over here. I'm gonna find Holy Ghost and not be. I'm gonna slap your goofy ass to come over. This is gonna be a whole thing in the church. This nigga Eric slapped the lady on the. <laughs> slapped the old lady with the Holy Ghost, nigga. And I'm on that at that age. 13, 14, bro. I would slap anybody. At, bro. <laughs> at 13, 14 years old. Low key, I would slap anybody. That was just the energy, like, bet you won't go punch him, bet you won't go slap him, bet you won't go do that. Cause it's like 13, you're still little. And I was extra little, so it's like, you heard me, you a bitch. You heard me, you a bitch ass nigga. I'm only five, I'm only four nine. That's why I was fast as hell. I used to run away from teenagers, bro, all the time. Because I'm the oldest nigga in my family. Like, I don't like my immediate family. My sister's younger than me about two years, basically. Yeah, about two years. And so, it's just, I was just the oldest. And I hung around older kids and shit like that. And, you know, the teenager that really fucks with you. And then there's a teenager that really don't fuck with you at all. He think you're annoying. He really don't fuck with you like that. But the teenager that really fucks with you, you know, has influence. And you get to hang around. And then there's niggas that listen to him. And then there's niggas that listen to him. Both of them. And I've been caught in situations where I'm with a nigga that don't fuck with me. And the niggas that don't fuck with me. But... You know, that's the little weak-ass older crew, so I'm hanging around the 14, they're 15, 16 years old, and I'm like 12. So I'm hanging around them and shit. And they'll easily get your ass in trouble. They'll easily just manipulate you if, you, if, you're, not, if you're not paying attention, if you're not on your toes. So, come on, out the front door, girl. Come on. Come on, Eric's nigga. I can't. Try to find her out. Behave yourself. Man. So, you know, I had to put on type shit. Carry your weight. I had a crazy family, so I really couldn't get in too much, you know, trouble with hands and fighting niggas because beef, beef, ain't, beef ain't the same. Beef ain't the same, like, 50 Cent was my favorite artist, so, like, only because the way he beefed. So, it was like, if we beefing, I'm a petty nigga. You not finna come to no parties I'm at. And if you do, it's a wrap. I'm gonna have niggas get on your ass. Like, no hoes gonna fuck with you that I like or that I'm friends with. And I'm friends with a lot of girls. So they're gonna be out of luck there. You have to fuck some ugly bitches or something like that. Like I can shut you out from from the cool click type shit. I had the juice, but I never carried beef with anybody like ever, like not once. Carried it through because it's like no, that's just too petty. I don't want to go that far, and and because my family lives in this state, 
like, and my family's crazy. Like, them niggas is, like, they're real deal. Like, you know, you know, ask a hood nigga, you used to be on some monkey shit. You used to be on some crazy shit, like some gorilla shit. I really got uncles that's gorillas. <laughs> like, my daddy's a gorilla, nigga. Like, <laughs> like the men I had to drive with, like, I see y'all next time. I'm back. Everybody has a podcast, so I made one too. This is the second half of the show. It's the final half, episode 99. And Trey's here. Episode 99. Yeah. Wow. I think you said, I think I asked you if 100 was going to be something special, and you're just like, no. No. It ain't. It's going to be a regular episode. Okay. Yeah, it's just going to be a little regular. Hundred episode, and I really don't know what I'm gonna do after. I would love to just market the last ninety through a hundred episodes to like someone that's an executive, or email it out to someone. Um, that way, I can try to make a sale, or just you know get to somewhere where they can boost my audience. Me keep my creative freedom as well as get people to work for my podcast. I could use like three people. Sound engineering. Yeah, I could use like someone for the sound as well as someone for um, to join the pod to join the podcast as well. Okay. And another person to. Keep an eye out. Uh, Who's talking shit? Yeah. You know, what are you finding out on the internet? You know, what do you got? What are you out here doing? You're pretty good at that, I'll say, but yeah. Do keep with another. Yeah, just a, another person to ask what I think. Or, okay. You know, and to like, you know, be part of the show, get to get access to the show. And he could be like a for real, like a person that's like, I don't know, always. He has a foot in my podcast, and he's also involved with getting us on other podcasts, getting me on other podcasts and things like that. Yeah. He's like a cool person for the podcast. But I wanted to get on here, and I want to talk about Madden for I'm a second. I'm honored to be back. Sorry. Oh, no, you're I fine. Just, I just want to say I'm honored to be back on this podcast. Um... Yeah, just while things, so I feel like you're on the come up. You know what I mean? And definitely and I, come up. I, I would be, I'm happy to be here in the beginning stages. Yeah, I'm before on. you're um you blasting Spotify for like nine. Fuck Spotify. <laughs> before you coming that big, before <laughs> you coming that big company. Big companies in future episodes. Man, I'm but trying I, to get that bread. And I know I can get it because I'm young, black, and I got content. I got original content. Like, I've, I've written screenplays. I got hella, like, shit written. I'm not lazy. And I've always known what was cool. Yeah. I've always been because in tune. young and black. I've always been in tune. And I've always been. Now, I'm a conscious person. 
and beings. I know my light body is just, this is a body. Who gives a fuck? You know, I'll let this bitch go. But Eric is African-American, <laughs> like, you know, and he's always been very, 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 very. One of the best things that ever happened to him was I'm black. And I've known that from when I was, when someone used it to hurt my feelings. And it did nothing but make me feel better. I see. And me having other black people be like, no, like. <laughs> it's cool to be black. like. Yeah. And seeing everything on television growing up. Being born in 1994, seeing everything in the 2000s, seeing out of the movies, seeing, you know, just the culture just explode up. Like, now I grew up with, like, like I was telling you, like, Nelly, Ludacris, like, just black entertainers everywhere, like The Rock, you know. Yeah. You know, Will Smith, Denzel Washington, like, oh, yeah. Holly Berry. Like, it's just black people, just black excellence everywhere, and it's like... That's your favorite era? Probably. Mid-2000s? Yeah, well, I I wasn't old or nothing. I was still a young little boy. Yeah, you were still like 10. Yeah. Like like, in 2005, you were still 10, 11, so... Yeah, so I mean, then... I just knew what? I know the clubs was popping. I know college was popping, because I had some older uncles, but they were in their mid-20s. Like early twenties type of shit around that time, and then you niggas like play Division One football, <laughs> you know, knew all the athletes, new players at University of Kentucky. Like they just were the, cause like if you're kind of popping in Kentucky, or just like you're out in the social scene, and you're really active in the social scene, you'll meet some basketball players, football players from the University of Kentucky, University of Louisville, uh, party promoters. Bad girls, <laughs> um, you know, people that throw parties and, and all that shit. Cause it's like African American. Like I don't know if you go to a college period, like a university, like University of Louisville, WKU, or any mainstream college. Probably like call it like Minnesota University or like one of these colleges. You know all the black people. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Damn, I feel like Kentucky has some fine black people. Just like has like some really cool people there I, I know it yeah it's hella cool people yeah it's hella cool people I mean it's black know. people everywhere cool but like I could just tell like yeah, yeah I could just tell Muhammad Ali's from there right 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 like, yeah people pronounce their ERs different like my name is Erk Nigga, I ain't never been called Eric in my oh, life my until, God. nigga, I was in school. School was the only time I was called Eric. It's Eric. Eric. That's crazy. Eric, yeah. come here. Eric. Yeah. Lil Eric was my name. Lil Eric. Eric. <laughs> yeah, it takes a little the same way instead of hair. It was always her. We never said iron. That shit was an urn. Yeah. That shit was an urn up yeah. until I, I turned 16. It's like, don't you go over. Don't you go over and fucking with them. Shit like that, like Louisville was very. Um, we had our, we had always had our own slang. Um, just popping, like people used to come there. Concerts used to come there. 
like NWA and shit. Uh-huh. My mom and dad, like my, my dad was telling me like you used to see NW Easy E, NWA, like oh, MC yeah. Hammer, all these niggas like yeah, Ice Cube. Yeah, your parents used to go to the concerts and shit. Uh huh. Yeah. No, I t- my mom like they had like a a group like a good solid friend group. You get whoopings? Yeah, up until a point. At what point did they stop? It was when they start. I start making them feel too bad for it. That's, that's smart. Yeah. That's smart. I never thought about it. Because like, I, I knew I was never going to stop getting in trouble. So the ass whoopings were never going <laughs> to stop. Because like, I'm not doing Because so I got an ass whooping for not doing anything wrong. Like, I didn't do anything. For example, what? Um, like, like talking back. But it wasn't me like trying to be like like negative or rude it's just that you're not right and you're gonna punish me for something that I didn't do I have to tell you that I didn't do it just because you think that I did it yeah most definitely don't mean that I did it and I didn't do something and she told me to shut the fuck up okay and that's abusive and I was like (laughs) (laughs) but I didn't do it I remember I got in trouble for calling my mom a liar. Oh, damn. But it was like out of like little kid, though. It was like she lied. And I was like, oh, mom, that makes you a liar. Like, also, like, I just realized, like, oh, you're a liar type of thing. She was like, boy, smack, smack, smack. I ain't no motherfucking liar. (laughs) I told a story. Hell no, she didn't say that shit either. She's I'm grown. That's fucked up. I ain't gotta I tell you what no, the fuck I'm doing. Ain't I ain't gotta do nothing. <laughs> to, I ain't, oh <laughs> That's toxic. That's so toxic. So you start getting whippings at what age? Like twelve. Twelve. Okay, yeah. My last one was when I was thirteen. So I feel you. Yeah, that shit had to go. Got me fucked up. I just never really got in trouble after that, so it was cool. Like, yeah. I literally did not get in trouble. Like I did, I might have broke some shit, but that's just what you do. Yeah. All right. Go ahead uh, and let off your Madden. I don't know. Let off your Madden. Yeah, you ain't gotta say it. Like, like it don't matter. <laughs> it didn't matter to me. Madden mattered to me because <laughs> just to see, like, they don't even sell Madden in Costa Rica. They don't sell American football games. No one buys them. No one plays them shits. Right. And it's like, nigga, this is the best sport. Like, this is the most strategic strategy sport. Like, nigga, there is seven big men on the floor. <laughs> it's seven fat niggas <laughs> on the field blocking. And if they don't block, the whole place fucked. Then you got these fast-ass niggas, and they're just running. Ext- I'm talking about track-level speed, bro. Yeah. Like. Down the field. And then there's a dude with track level speed guarding him, making yeah. sure that he doesn't get the ball. I and they will hit their ass as hard as hell. Like, yeah. and some of them niggas are full on crazy. I don't know if you ever play on the field with a crazy nigga. It's scary. I it's mean, not, that's the it's reason not, why they playing football. It's not, yeah, it's like, oh so shit. I tackle a nigga and hurt him legally. Yeah, like, I'm gonna fucking break your fucking leg. Like, I've had dudes talk to me crazy, like, <laughs> I'm gonna kill you, bro. Like, <laughs> what? In the name of football, nigga, just cause they, cause it's legal, nigga. 
Like, so it's like you got to be on the field. But I learned freshman year, bro, you got to for real practice turning it on to where you're, I'm not even the same. When I'm on this field, my adrenaline's pumping. I'm fucking upset. I'm up fucking set. Like, every time, I don't know, you have to, like, if you don't do that, you will get hurt. Once the level, once the speed of the game picks up, it's like, bro, I need my adrenaline pumping. That way I can take these head hits. And that way I'm not giving a fuck. I'm yeah. Not, like, I'm not giving a fuck about the, how, how he feels. Because I am a sensitive person. So I have to just not be me at all playing football. I cannot be Eric. So this nigga is a bitch on this field. So as it's time for practice, it's like you got to feel like one of them niggas killed your mama. Practice, no. Because that's how you hurt somebody. It's, <laughs> it's like... Oh, y'all want to do that too? It's like they <laughs> yelled at your sister or something. Okay. okay. Nothing too serious. Okay. You got to act like that for the opposing team, though. But the opposing team, no, you got to act like... If you're on defense, you got to act like one of them niggas. You got to act like somebody. y'all for real going to war. Like, uh... If you don't win, you, you die type shit. Okay. What position were you? Well, I played on... I played running back. Okay. Leading up to high school, eighth grade. <laughs> Glory days type shit. And then, um... I actually got faster, um, but I had like I didn't get to play any sports eighth grade really. To be honest, I <laughs> um, from the jump I played hurt all the sports that year. Um, my knees were going through Osgood. I had a, like a real real bad thing of Osgood slider disease. Okay. Where Never my knees were like like. I don't know if you know that out there, but it's like this shit that happens from like your tendon that connects to like this knee part. So like this part is real sore, gets real tender. Mine got so bad for me like playing football my entire life and you can't tell, you cannot tell your coach you're hurt. Why it's not? The, it's the sport where you don't get to do that. Like you don't do that at all. Like that's the ultimate no. That's the first thing I learned. Like don't tell me you're fucking hurt. I don't care. Do you want to play or not? If not, get the fuck off. If not, get someone could take your spot. And so it's like, oh, coaches don't want to hear that shit. I, you, I was like, and I'm light skinned. I can't even cough wrong, nigga, on the coach. Your light skinned ass. It's always a light skinned nigga. Oh, because I always had dark skinned coaches. I've always had fat dark skinned coaches my entire life. They do got something against light skins. What? They, they want us to for real, like, they just want to toughen us up. They feel like they got to toughen us up. Yeah, so I've always done Y'all action. are house niggas, so they feel like they got to go harder on y'all. Well, that's just annoying. <laughs> and so, you know, I got to high school. And so, like, all the high school coaches didn't get to see me play. Even though it's like, out in the field, I'm at least top 11 most talented players either or on the offensive or defensive side. I know all the positions. I know how to play. I'm good. I'm fast. I'm athletic. It was smooth. I'm just hell I don't I've not hit a body yet. I don't have anybody. I'm like five I'm like four eleven. And what? And what where? Eighth grade. Alright, that's short enough. Like four nine, four eleven. Damn. Okay. My parents are about to give me steroids. <laughs> like to be honest, we went to the doctor for it and everything. Damn, for real. Mm-hmm. It, that that works. They get steroids to little kids who aren't growing fast enough. Yeah, like might have a like a growth. They'll your growth spurt hit faster or something. I don't know, but 
Yeah. All my friends got like five two, you know, five three, five four. Yeah. And I was still like shorter than all the girls. Yeah. And I was playing football, hitting niggas. Got you. So you were doing running back, and uh, you were on defense as well in high school. Well, that's the only position I did play in. Uh, when I got to high school, I practiced <clears throat> all summer. Practiced all su- I did not go to any fucking Disneyland, anything. All my family went on vacation and all that shit. I did not go. I stayed summer to practice football. Went to some camps. Then went to football practice. Football practice starts early. Yeah. And then I was practicing with the football <clears throat> team eighth grade year. But I would only go until I got hurt. I got hurt because I was already like playing, like practicing with the freshman team mm-hmm. in eighth grade. But the head coach, got a, we got a new head coach because I was, but that's what really fucked it up. We got a new head coach me going into my, my freshman year. The school wouldn't got a new head coach and shit. But I was already practicing with the, with the high school team for football as an eighth grader. Got hurt. To where I couldn't even walk. I had to skip school for like a week because my Osbeth slider got so bad to where it was like above my, it was like this part two inches, like the knot of my knees was two inches. And I wasn't telling anybody, I was still practicing. I played a game with that shit and almost like really fucked my shit up. Like, like three niggas tackled me, like, and it was bad. Like, both because both of them grabbed my legs and my knees and I tried to like run still yeah. and I already got this disease in my fucking knee tendon yeah. and I almost snapped them shits damn man that would have been on both my knees bro like that shit would have been I just sat out I was like oh I can't play anymore and that's when I knew I was like we were playing against Barstown and I was just like fuck I can't even move my fucking legs bro I can't even run and I want to play football so bad so I stopped, told people I was hurt. They were like, why don't you tell us you were hurt? Bitch ass nigga, you know why. <laughs> I think they should congratulate you like when you do that. Thank you. You were really playing with that? I appreciate you for that. You a tough ass nigga. But don't do that anymore. They just try to cuss me out, make me feel bad. Like You need to say something if you're hurt. Wow. Nigga, you're the one that said don't say anything to you. You're the one literally. I'm starting to taping you niggas. Football coaches used to be on some contradicting shit. Them niggas used to always say give you two different fucking give you two different explanations and two different directions like over different practice periods. You like wait, nigga, two practices ago. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why you can't skip practice. That wasn't a skipping practice ass nigga. I remember freshman year, so I got moved to offensive line. And defensive line, and I'm like 4'11. And I told them niggas, I literally looked them in their eyes as a coach, because I practiced all summer as a skill position, as a cornerback, and a, um, I played cornerback and I got to practice with the linebackers, because I was looking kind of bigger. Okay. Like a, um, I had a little stomach on me, so I, was like, I could practice with the linebackers. And I, my feet are fast enough to where I can keep up with the cornerbacks. And okay. I play running All around, back. Well rounded. And it's not hard for real. It's just like play running back as well. Okay. That was my favorite right. position with running back. So because oh, you play, you practice forty five minutes defense, forty five minutes offense in practice sometimes. 
or you get a whole hour on each one in football practice. So every everyone switches over and plays their opposite, even if it's just for practice to get the offensive starters better. And so I know when real like I think after right before the first game, the week before the first game, they switched me from skill position to offensive line and D line which felt like the most disrespectful thing a nigga has ever done to me in my life at that point in time. I was like, bitch, I ain't never been no offensive lineman in my life. Since I stepped on the field, nigga, I ain't never, first off, I ain't never stepped off the field. I've always played kickoff return, kickoff, offense and defense up until high school. We get there. I'm still come, I still can't run that fast because my knees aren't aren't all the way healed. They're not. And I don't let the coaches know. Cause it's like, what good is me telling them I'm hurt? I'm just a freshman and I'm not gonna play anyway. So I need to just be at practice, practicing, not practicing. Will hurt my whole chances of playing anyway. So you have to go up, show up to the office. But I remember me having to redo the uh forty yard dash and everything and I didn't, I forgot my cleats because I don't have a locker in the locker room because I'm a freshman. Yeah. And I just forgot all my shit. It's some little kid shit. Well, I forgot my uh, my gym bag at the crib at school, before school. Cause my mom was rushing me and shit. And so I didn't have any cleats. And then this nigga, Ro- this nigga Rolo, Rolo, he's a junior at the time, gave me his size fucking 11 shoe. <laughs> Yeah, I wore a size eight and a half, boy. Like, so I had to run the 40-yard dash in some shoes that weren't fitting me. And I still ran a fucking, like, five flat. True? Yeah. I mean, that surprised me, to be honest. With her knees and size 11 on, I wore eight and a half. Did you get off your Madden steam? Yes, I did. You I did? had to explain to you why I care so much about American football. Because? I just, I love it. That sport is nice. It's just, uh, I feel like... Now, you're right. I never looked at it, though. It is very strategic. Like, it's, you don't see anything. It's like, uh, you don't see any any sport as strategized and as uh, meticulous about, like, what each fucking position needs to be doing. And, like, to make it work. You can't even well. worry about... What the other positions doing? You just have to make sure you do your your job, whatever your job is yeah. right now. This play, do that to the best of your ability, and if you do that and it, everything clicks, I'm talking about like a doorknob, bro. It's like you put the key in and you turn it, and it unlocks perfectly. You have score a touchdown. If you do the play correctly against a defense that's not ready for that play, and you hit the blocks, boom, 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 the ball carrier is gonna hit up the field right. It's just touchdown and then you got the some players that can for real just pick them up just give them the ball bro and they're about to truck and juke everybody yeah <laughs> yeah for sure they're just fast as fuck what, what 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 bro i grew up with them niggas like my cousin was one of them niggas. my my first cousin one of my first cousins he's one of them thousand yards rushing thousand yards throwing quarterbacks like, my nigga was cr- yards, yeah, that nigga man. crazy, bro. Yeah. Crazy. Ran track, all that shit. Taco crew, train, like, code. 
another cousin played linebacker and strong safety. Then he tried, he he lost weight, and then he became strong safety for the uh, University, uh, Kentucky State University. Okay. Well, I had a hell of I was the only person that didn't go play college sports out of, like, the athletes in the family. What was your major again? I didn't have any more. I didn't have a major. You didn't have a major? I went to the party. It was college. a party. So, people, your parents asking you what the fuck you in there for, you ain't got no answer. Well, yeah, I got an answer. I'm going to just do human resources. You doing act- Human resources. The fuck that mean? You know what human resources is? It's like they fire hire people. It's like they hire people <laughs> for, uh, for, like, for companies like they do like um, complaints and like they have like it's like a whole other part of like the business. So it's like you talk to the human resources for Home Depot or something like that. You oh yeah 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 for like jobs like yeah. pretty much what the employees need yeah. So like employees that go to human resources for shit. So. But y- y'all would do that. That's not a major? It is a major. But okay. I didn't set it as my major. That's all I was just telling niggas I was doing. Yeah. The fuck you out of college for? And then, um, you know, because I, I was just going to join the military anyway. So it was just like, just delay it for four years. What do you think would have um, been different about you had you been in the military? Like, what, what do you think would have changed within you? Like, or what was um? What were you trying to go to the military for? Was it just for stability? Like, it's a job. It's a job. Something guaranteed. Yeah. You know. Okay, that's all it was. Okay, you didn't have a passion to fight for the country. I wasn't fighting for no country. <laughs> what are you gonna do? I, part, I was gonna avoid that. What part of the military are you gonna do? Human resources. Oh, human resources in the <laughs> Hell military. Hell yeah. Uh. Which branch, though? Probably Army. Okay. Or, if not the Army, um, the Navy. Okay. All right. Okay. Understood. Understood. That's crazy, though. That's crazy, for real. Just moving on. So, Madden sucks. Um, the game's not good, but everyone knows this. I peeped it out 10 years ago when 2K5 dropped with T.O. on it. I think that was 2K5. And it dropped for 19.99. I seen it in big lots. No, I seen it in Save-A-Lot. That's, no, 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 no. Where, where was that fucking shit at? Not big lots. Circuit City, Select City, uh, Vice City, Value City. Value, Value City. City. Yeah, 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 yeah. Value City. I seen it in Value City. 19.99. I was like, Mom. There's a football game over here for, for the Xbox. Remember the Xbox? You know, the Xbox you got me? There's a game for it for $19. You know the game. My mom loves a sale. So, the only thing you got to do is break down the sale. That's what it sounded like you were doing. You got to break down the sale easy. You know the games are $50, mom, right? Exactly. This game right here, brand new, $19.99. It's football. Look at Terrell Owens on it. STO. He nice. Can I get this? Yeah. That's it. That's a discount. That's nineteen ninety nine. Was it? Like, yeah, got it. It was way better than Madden. Oh, for real? Oh, it was way Madden. better than Madden. I always played two K sports anyway because I had a Dreamcast. Oh, it was two K five. Got you. Yeah, football. They still make two Ks for Madden. I mean, for football. 
That's what I'm saying. Let me get to it. <laughs> the niggas was always from that point on. They was first off, they was always better than the motherfucking than, <clears throat> than Madden. Madden 05 was cold. Madden 04, cold. Don't shit on Madden 07, PlayStation 2. I changed my life. And that shit was extra crap. Bro. Extra crap. You're being disrespectful right now. I played that shit. I stopped playing Madden. I played Madden. that shit all the Because you didn't even play 2K Sports. Bro. That's why. I didn't. That's why. Because I had Madden 07 on PlayStation 2. But niggas was still. Play anything else for it. Because people was. I still played NFL Bro. 2K. 05 until at least 2010. It was 2013. I was still playing that shit. Stop it. No, I'm going to tell you right now. This is how I know it's so crap because NBA Live, people stopped playing that shit early, right? Yeah. That's fucking Madden. Madden's NBA Live. And yeah. It's always been NBA Live since 2004. It's always been NBA Live. NBA Live 04 on PlayStation 1 was crazy for me as well. I never play NBA Live. That shit was always crap. First until oh nine, it wasn't good. To the one with twenty five. The on. first two K that was good was the one with Ben Wallace. That was the first time it was good. I think that was old. You play Dreamcast? Nah. Exactly. How can you tell? Dreamcast? Nah. You never played two K with Alan Iverson? Nah. Exactly. Or the two K with Randy Moss on it? It sounded like it was white. The first, the graphics weren't good. No, bro. the graphics were killing Madden's. And the technology on it, they were, it to was, move wasn't blocky like Madden. And the shit was smooth. It was the best game out. NBA Live 04 was Made from people in China. Better. Made from people in Tokyo. Much better than 2K. I remember that shit. What was? I remember. NBA Live 04. I don't even know what the fuck 2K was doing, bro. That shit was so oh, wack. No. You had me fucked up. That's, that's got Iverson. 2K3 had Iron Iverson on it. NBA Live was wasn't worse than Two K. I wouldn't say it was just automatic better than Two K because it's like it ain't never just been the best basketball game. Right. It wasn't O four because I played other basketball games while the O four and O five. I was playing all the game, all the basketball games that came out. Like I played NFL Fever over all of them shits before before Two K okay. and before NBA and NFL Madden. I used to play arena football. Yeah. That was the shit. I, I, I rented it at the game store one time. I turned that shit back the same day. Like, Mom, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. Can we go back? Let damn. Damn, you shitting on the classics. All right. Hell no. Nah. Now you shitting on the Madden with fucking Ray Lewis on that bitch. Ray That's Lewis cold. Yeah, it's nice. With the hit stick, bro. But. Shit, it, 2K two, fucking with that. Bro, bro. 2K, Ben, first off, Ben had hit stick. They had his stick. And they had his They stick. had his stick. I swear, because they said it was the first stick. time they had his stick. No, on their game, they been had vibrational his stick on, on 2K. On top of that, the niggas had a version of the game when you play inside the helmet. Come on, man. Oh, shit. That's why I ain't doing 2005. They, they were taking it overboard with the technology. Then they had it to where, like, you had your own. They been had the My Player Room where you see your trophies and shit. You go into, you have, your, you have a My Crib. To where you can customize it in the NFL, like you can buy shit for your mind crib and like customize it, have your MVP trophies, your offensive player of the year type shit, and you get drafted in like it's a whole thing. I was playing college before I would play fucking 2K and football. NCAA, I don't know why, but they use a technology that Madden didn't have. 
because NCAA was always better than Madden. And everyone knew that too. And that's why they canceled NCAA. I just realized this too this year. I watch a YouTuber named Ryan Moody. Great dude. Great voice. Ryan Moody. Ryan Moody. He talks about Madden. He brought up the fact that I'm talking about nigga, Madden's up there with the microtransactions upwards to a billion dollars with Apple and shit, bro. Damn. I had no idea. Mutt. Do you buy trading cards online and make a team? With random players, old school players, all that shit. So you can buy a pack of five cards for like $11, $10. Okay. Microtransactions. It's like a little casino online. And little kids are just racking it up. Spending $60 every week. So they're buying, they're rebuying the game every week, basically. Mm-hmm. And Madden doesn't give a fuck about the consumer at all at this point. Like, they're just giving the same game out the past four years. Mm-hmm. Like I'm playing Madden. I'm playing Madden 19. It looks the exact same as Madden 21. Like, and you can tell that it's getting so fucked up that it's not even like playing like real football. It's like if someone played this game, it's like they wouldn't. It would not be like this is what American football is like. This shit is not good. I mean, that shit is ass now. I can't even lie. I hate the way it looks. I hate the way them niggas run. Niggas run like some fucking holograms. Some shit, and niggas running like robots, they legs all stiff and the shit. The tackling is horrible on it. I don't like it. Did you play Dev Jam Vendetta Fight for New York? Until I couldn't play it no more. Alright. I ran the ring around that game, boy. I beat it so many times creating characters with all the jewelry. Yeah. I created ninjas and shit on there. You created what? Ninjas. Like hood ninjas. I just dressed them up like hood ninjas. That's weird, okay. What? They used to go to the game. I like Scorpion. Come on, man. Let's bounce. Come on, man. Let's bounce. You gotta invent the white dude that beat up all the niggas. That'd be gotta weird. be that. Made, I met the, made the country white dude. Never in my life. <laughs> I played the whole game with an accent. Fuck you, you, motherfucker. <laughs> beat your ass. Never once have we chose that. Then I met a white dude that act like the black dude. He had the beepers voice, the black voice, and then the white dude with the black voice. Yeah, the white dude with the black voice, yeah. He had the white dude with the black voice. He had a black beater on black forces. Wow. And he got Lil' Kim. Yeah, oh yeah. He was about that life. Chose Lil' Kim. Mm-hmm. I chose Carmen Electra. I chose Trina. Trina? She was on there? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I chose Carmen Electra. Yeah. Or uh, it was one more person. It was another person. Oh, was it, uh, was it Kimora Lee? Yeah, Kimora yeah. Lee was on there, yeah. Yeah, so I used to choose her too. Yeah, I you know who used I used to fight all the time. The two ni- oh my god, these are the two niggas me and my cousin used to always fuck up. Uh, David Banner, and <laughs> David Banner and uh, fuck, big fat dude. Bubba Sparks? Huh? Nah, and not Fat Joe. Fuck yeah, we used to be Fat Joe ass too. Not Bubba Sparks, but Bone Crusher. Oh, okay. Fucking hate it, Bone Crusher, big ass. How the fuck you blocking with your belly? That nigga stick his belly out and boy, he I got used, a shield. Like, what kind of shit is that? I used to fuck Noriega up. Boy, boy. <laughs> so I used to see his band and have an ass. I used to be like, choose him. Up, <laughs> Every time I get to that level, or that, that part of the board, him and Omar Epps, I used to fuck them niggas up. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I used to beat them. Bro, I swear to God, I can make a game like that. If I got with, bro, I just need to link up with some people in the tech world, make them my best friends. I got a free, I got a free pound for you. Listen, if you're listening, free pound, free place to live. You giving a, you giving a proposal to the, yeah, to the tech niggas right now. Yeah, you know, if you're trying to get down with me, bro, I'm, we gonna make, we gonna get filthy rich. I got the ideas. I'm the Steve Jobs, but I'm not the Steve Jobs. You know, I want to learn as well, but I want you to be able to. Create your type of damn. They create your art as well. Um, <laughs> so just to keep it like that, I would love yeah. to hook up because I got the money. Definitely. How would you? This time you should include like uh, should include like YouTubers and like fucking uh. Damn, it'd be so far with nowadays rappers like get the beat of all them niggas. Man, that's what I'm saying. Really fuck with. Or you can categorize it like you can have like how um how are them games well, who are them games like the Dragon Ball Z um fucking Naruto fighting games them uh huh games like you make it kind of like that yeah I would yeah. make it like that to where you can choose three people or you can just make it one on one two on two or three on three and that way you can like be clipped up or I make it four on four as well that'd be fine. You can- Cause you, you have the two clues. though, like you can do two type of, you can have like a street, uh, street urban type of flight, fighting, and then or you can have like the fucking super power anime type shit. Like niggas can choose between which type of fighting style. Fi- not even fighting style, like just the whole that whole the graphic. Yeah, the whole graphic can yeah. have like a different setting. Like the nigga, it could be the same characters too they just like upgrade on some anime superpower type shit or they just be them like normal nigga selves mm-hmm. and they fight That'd be I fun. mean it's always gonna be normal nigga it's just the basically the way the boards work basically that's what I'm trying to the say the boards cause it's 360 boards on Naruto and shit okay I see what you're saying yeah, yeah. the last time we seen Jeff Jam Vendetta was where you go you can go yeah. in a square basically yeah different and around but it's like nah we'll make, we'll make it to where uh, jumping and rolling around become a thing speed things like that different characters yeah um, because rappers are short and shit and so yeah I'll have yeah. it to where um, as of now the way shit's monetized and copyrighted and likely this niggas don't even own their names so if they want to be a part of the game they probably even couldn't type shit the way labels and shit working and shit now so what I would do is I would make the game with somebody like I was telling you I've got the weed and shit for you I'll make the game with you. The game will not be that hard to make up until a certain extent. Uh, it'll be about customization in a way, too. So that will make take a long process. But the game and who the characters are, I feel like we can easily make a 100-character game. With old-school hip-hop and new-school hip-hop. From Kumo D to the Sugar Hill Gang to L Cool J. And have all of them have their different characters go up. Like LL Cool J can have LL Cool J from 05. LL Cool J 2010. LL Cool J. LL Cool J in the 80s. LL Cool J in the 90s. Snoop Dogg in the 80s. Snoop Dogg in the 90s. Um, you know, Slick Rick, Rakim, uh, KRS-One, Eric B. Like, all, like, you know, everyone in Wu-Tang. Everyone in fucking Pro Era. Joey Badass, uh, like Kirk Knight, you know, CJ Fly, you know, 
everybody. Yeah. And then um, ASAP. Yeah, that'd be fine too. And, um, it's on that shit and then you know death row shit like that and the story first off the storyline could be crazy if you had a storyline just when you create a character and you go through the game that shit would just be crazy cause you could be like an inspiring artist or um a mm-hmm. muscle or, or just the muscle yeah for for rappers or security for rappers and things like that that's and, a good idea and just go through the game but I definitely feel like you can have Lil Uzi Bird, all these niggas, but create their character without saying their names. Create what they look like. Create the character. Make it look just like them. Okay. Like, maybe change it up a little bit, but it looks just like them. And then put it like make the game, like legit make the fighting styles. I would have it to where all the fighting styles from Taekwondo to the Prey Mantis to like nigga to everything is in the game. As well as defensive styles, and yeah, just have a whole bunch of fighting styles, a whole bunch of defensive styles, and submission styles. Submission style, yeah, that's fine. That's mm-hmm. fine. I fucks with that. Shout out um, to anybody who hears this proposal. That's Any good. tech niggas like, cause we can get don't it, pass man. up on. Cause that sounds dope to me, for real, for real. Number one that. genre in the world. They people want to see Lil Uzi Vert versus Rich the Kid. Yeah, they'll play the shit out of that. Hell yeah, niggas will love it, bro. Niggas will love it. Most definitely. And I throw R and B singers in there too, cause they be trying to act tough. I have to have a Trey songs in the game. I have the. You know, <laughs> yeah. I have the people. It's a hundred character game. You can really have. And that's over a hundred rappers. Yeah. And then, I, and that way it could be an uploadable game to a downloadable content. So you can like do a fresh, like every season we, we're uploading these 20 characters to the game. These new 20 rappers, like the double X, we could have the double XL freshmen get added to the game. Um, and like. That'd be high. Yeah. Just unique it with, uh, this actual culture. Why do you play Madden when, uh, when there's 2K. But there's not 2K. There's not 2K. When they stop, when they stop. 2005, after they made that great-ass game. I figured. I figured they stopped. Come on, come on, bro. Madden went ahead and got all the rights to where no one can make an NFL game after that. Is that what happened? That's why NFL Blitz never came back out. That's why NFL Fever never came back out. Oh, That's I forgot why. about Blitz. Yeah. Everybody was black. No. That's just the way the league is, actually. <laughs> Brett Favre was black. No, I swear. I had a black black red heart. Let me Google search this. Google search it. I mean, if it's after oh five, if it's after, if it's after oh five, it's just because they couldn't use the likeness of the NFL anymore. Cause I think it's some. Okay. Wait, say that again. They couldn't use the NFL licensing or likeness of the game anymore. Well, what they made? I think Two uh, K is making a football game now, though. They're gonna have to make an NFL Street, though, I believe. Do you like um? Make a seven on seven. Oh, yeah. Damn, I forgot about NFL Street. And then what? What they're about to do is, cause man, listen, this is how I already know. Listen, I'm giving y'all exclusive. 
look into the future, bro. I don't know why I be guessing this shit right, but listen, I can see going like this, and if it doesn't go like this, oh well. We're talking about dumb shit. So, <laughs> Madden right now, they just put this game mode out there called The Yard. Now, The Yard's basically three on three, four on four, probably seven on seven eventually, watch. So, what you do is you basically customize your character, your avatar. And you know what my player is on 2K? People play in the park. Yeah, yeah. They go to my park and they play in the park and the Grand M and all this other shit. It's basically that. Football does not have a version of that. Now, you know how much money 2K makes off microtransactions of people buying shoes and buying hats and buying jerseys online? I, I wouldn't. Crazy know. amounts why, of money. Why do they make money off of selling? Also, Young Casino online. You don't even know. Football, you need internet to play these games. Remember I was telling you that? You need internet to actually play these games. Yeah. You cannot yeah. get online. You cannot get to the game. You cannot play any other. You can't even play my player, bro, without internet. Like, the heart of the game. I remember when they had 24-7, where you can just play as a, a creative character for 24-7. You know what? I might just go ahead and fucking buy an old-ass 2K. But I don't even think they got the old ones. I would love to play 24-7 and see what you get, see what you do. Yeah, why don't you, uh, do you play, yeah, why don't you play NBA 2K? Because that game's weak as hell, too. Damn. That game's not good. I don't like, I mean, it's a good basketball game, yeah, but it's not good to me. It's like, bro, I don't know. It's like they don't change it up. It's like they get the formula right and they didn't want to change it. Too much. It's like, change it up. Yeah. But, no, NFL bought them recast rights. And with it, but, so what I was saying was, Madden got the yard. They about to do the 7-on-7, seven seven, NFL street type shit. Where people can customize their character, play with their friends. Well, one of their friends is the quarterback. And they can switch out and change out who quarterback and who's not quarterback. And they can, like, be receiver, be running back, things like that. Uh-huh. And it's all individually controlled. Because that part of the game is fun. People just don't know how fun it is. When If you're at your friend's house, quit playing one-on-one, bro. Put the game on and two-on-two it. You and your friend go against you and your friend. I guarantee you the game is way better and it's way harder than you think. You and your friend go against you and your friend. Yeah. You four niggas at the house. Oh, They'll yeah, just yeah. let two people play the game. Yeah. Or be, first off, it'd be eight niggas in the house. It'd be one-on-one on 2K. <laughs> so it's like, putting it up. To, I played in, the, in California. They don't do that dumb shit. I know for a fact, like, some places in California, I've been over people's houses, and they're on the West Coast, they're doing two-on-two. If there's six people in the crib, we're not playing one-on-one. That's taking two. We got time is money. I'm not going to wait when you need 30 minutes to play the game. Like, two-on-two, that shit. It's four people, four reasons you can play the game. Yeah, nah. I mean, that's what I remember. Doing. And it's way sure. harder. Sure. That's why people problem people are like, bro, you suck I'm not playing with you. People don't have a connection, they don't have that they don't ever play a game with two people on the same team. Have, did you when did you stop playing wrestling? Um I think what two K or Monday Raw for the Xbox yeah. like two thousand like eight. Two thousand eight. Like two thousand eight, two thousand four. Were you really fucking with it? Who were you using the mo- what characters were you fucking with the most? My creative character. Yeah, yeah, facts, facts. Yeah. Facts. I wasn't playing no game where I couldn't create a character. Bro. Yeah, I feel you on that. But I'll create my niggas just like Jeff and Matt Hardy. 
just black. For real? Yeah. Nah, they were white. We were choosing white. We were making them niggas white. I would create That's uh, fucked up. What, like a black guy in our subconscious. Okay. Yeah. Are we on, we were really only making white niggas. We didn't want them niggas to be black. Whatever. Niggas doing cage matches. That shit was crazy, bro. Yeah, me too. I like that game a lot. It's a classic. I stole Stone Cold's. Definitely had Stone Cold's theme song. The glass breaking. Dun 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 Oh yeah. I was really about to beat a nigga ass. But 2K finna uh, make microtransactions with the NFL, basically. Uh, microtransactions. What the fuck is this? Microtransactions that you keep talking about. Uh, yeah, you know I haven't played video games. So it's like... Microtrans- microtransactions. Basically, like on your phone. You, you know, you play an online game on your phone and make you pay for the green diamonds if you want to get okay. more green okay. diamonds pay four ninety nine for more green okay. diamonds okay so that's micro transact okay. yeah you want to get you want to make your mutt team better buy the Randy Moss pack yeah. for eleven ninety nine. yeah so buy this jersey so 2K's gonna do that with 2K does it already with buy this jersey on your mob player put this new jersey on your mob player gotcha. it costs real money gotcha and it will take months and years to make the type of money playing the game on the game. Okay. They just don't give it away for free. Okay, I see. And then 2K's got, they can now make an NFL game, but it cannot be simulation football, which is actually like 11 on 11, this team versus this team, and it'd be the same rules as simulation. It's copying, it looks like the actual sport. NFL owns the right to simulation football. So they're going to make a, a football game that's not simulation, but with the NFL. So, they're going to make the yard, basically. They're going to make an NFL street, and where you can customize your character, and you can make microtransactions. You can buy gloves, cleats, helmets, shit like that. And you can use your My Pro from, from 2K and watch. Orange. Sounds fine. Your 2K profile from NBA 2K. They're gonna be able to transfer that to play NFL, um, NFL 2K Yard, basically. And these niggas are not being original. Get me on the sticks, bro. Come on, somebody from the industry. Let's just work together. I guarantee you will make a billy. We can start a tech company. We'll make a billy. Easy. I got website ideas. I got all different types of online stores and all different types of shit. If I can just make a video game easy or send the ideas somewhere and help them out, I would make high school sports first off. You gotta make high school sports. Make high school sports. Everyone's adapted to that. Everyone misses high school sports. Everyone does that. So create that environment online. Yeah. Um, yeah. Create that environment online. Into where it's it's strictly sports. It's like there's a game mode where you uh, it's like Madden, it's like NCAA 07 where you can like go to class and the more you do academics, the more you uh, it'll help you on the field or whatever. Yeah. And it's not involved in any <clears throat> outdoor shit or anything as outside of just 
uh, a, um, a sh uh, what is that? Uh, a class and the gym, basically. And it's a boring story mode, to be honest. But you have every sport. I would I would make it have baseball, soccer, football, and basketball, and tennis, and golf, and whatever other games they have. What is your intention with these porn stars you DMing? Well, we need to whoa, 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 whoa. We can't just go from high school sports. What do about that? Oh. It's a porn star. So yeah. let me, let me, uh, my, my no, yeah. it's cool. Listen. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I didn't know if you were like, yeah. Um, go ahead. Get that off though. You got to let that go. You got to get that off. My intention is nothing. I don't really have an intention with them other than like, I would, like to be <laughs> their, I would like to be their friend. And I know some real niggas. Um, and if I just so happen to get my meat sucked, uh huh, and I get my meat sucked. Okay, okay. If you just so happen, that just is, so that's happen. not like like you ain't thinking about that. Like no, no. Mm -mm. You just know what the fuck you mean? You know some real niggas. What does that mean? Oh, so I have friends that come from out of town. Yeah, they can hang out with girls that are real cool. But they just so happen to be porn stars. Exactly. That's the energy we need. What's that energy? It is energy of somebody with money. Okay. Getting to some money. Yeah. Um, know herself. Um, and ain't tripping off dick. Okay. She know herself. Know herself. Exactly. And she definitely ain't tripping off the dick. She, exactly. She Come on now. So she okay. can really be around cool... Like, it's not the issue. You never been around some girls and it's just like, they do this. <laughs> they'll do this thing where they'll think a guy's cute. Do a little flirting, do a little talking, spit her little game or whatever. Don't let that nigga be talking to some other chick. Or another chick comes in there and does the same thing. Because she thinks dude is cute too. And now a little shorty... It's just a girl thing. But now a little shorty looking at her and creating a whole little vibe that in the party that we don't even need. All because of you not cool. You don't even know yourself. Yeah. Like, girl. What the fuck you over here doing? Creating a whole scene of drama over a nigga you just met. Because they be desperate. So, okay. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. They're not desperate. I feel you. I feel you. I guess. Well, how I feel. How do you find? How do you even find them? You type in XXX on like Instagram. Mm, see no. Because they usually all have that. Thing. Passion stars. What's that? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's a passion star. Passion star. I know what passion stars are. It's the little smaller stars. No, it's a porn star. It's another word for it. You're not plugged in. That's why I'm plugged in out here. That's, yeah, that's the like, reason I'm trying to be out there yeah. with the passion stars. The passion stars. I like that. Exactly. Okay. It still don't explain how you find them, but I feel like you. Google passion stars. Okay. Google passion stars. See the pop up. But you've been also like uh, reaching out to basic, regular 
anybody, regular girls who live in LA. Not basic, but you know, like you've been reaching out to no, not basic, regular, no. regular girls. Mm-hmm. It's only been like they doing one. ads for energy oh, drinks. Wow, <laughs> this nigga shooting for the stars. He said, I'm not really shooting for anything though. Nah, I feel you. you don't have much of an expectation, but you reaching out. You I mean, like, I'm reaching you, out just for the simple fact that I'm trying to hang out. Yeah. But Damn. to be in the presence of a beautiful woman like that, like, that makes come me on happy. now, bro. Yeah. Like, that's, that's just good energy. Yeah. That's just going to put you in places where you're not going to be put in. Because she walk in the room and the whole room's different. Every nigga in there, the market, no matter what their job is, they could be a no-time millionaire. I'll help my friend out. I might throw you some box. Now I'm getting helped out. $100,000. Cause my friend's cold. Cause my friend is beautiful. You know how many times I got some free shit cause my girlfriend is beautiful? Like my, not my girlfriend, but like I'm with a beautiful girl. And it's like, girl, what the fuck? The meal's for free? Cause what you gotta do is, I ain't no cop block. I'm instantly, if I see a little eye, hey, this is not my girlfriend. See a little what? A little eye or something? This yeah. is not my girlfriend. We yeah. are not together. We are just friends. And there, she should not feel any way about me saying that or anything like that. And it's going to be cool. Okay. We gonna, um, because I want the guy to know that, that wants her to know that I'm not in the way. That way, oh, you can throw some free shit. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. She's available. Shoot your shot, my nigga. Right. What you, what you got? <laughs> I see what this nigga got. What, what you got, boy? <laughs> um, free tickets to the movie. That's it. No popcorn. This nigga cheap. I wouldn't <laughs> fuck with this nigga. Okay. So you know, I would just love to hang out with some beautiful, beautiful woman. I I feel you. You know, not to have sex with them. That's not my intention. Because I don't want to do that with anybody. Same. Not just because you're beautiful. That doesn't mean anything. Same. You could, could you sleep with, like, not sleep with in terms of sex. Could you sleep with anyone? Like, sleep next to someone? I prefer that. Like, you had to. That's why I would love to hang out with them beautiful women just and get so close to them. where it's like, hey, bruh. Or I'm in L.A. and it's like, I'm trying to be friends enough to where I can sleep in the bed. Yeah. Like, they got the big bed. I'm in that bitch. Sleep. I gotta take a shower over their spot and not be pressured that throw dick. But you know how that'd be. That's come that's, on now. That's just that is the evolution. I don't want to throw dick every time. I don't want to throw dick every time I spend the night. Nah, I'm not like nigga. Shit I'm not mad. A fucking power drill. Ain't no fucking tool tool in the toolbox. And I'm not going I'm to. I'm not setting that standard. We're not even doing that. We're I'm gonna be real cool friends. Man. Exactly. We're going to be real cool friends where I can tell you advice. I can give you advice. When you're right, you're right. When you're wrong, you're wrong. Yeah. Um, I'm here for growth. You can grow around me. Be yourself around me. Yeah. Be anybody that you want to be. Yeah. Do anything that you want to do. Say that crazy ass idea, girl. I'm not going to think you're crazy. Say that shit out loud. I'm not going to think you're crazy. I don't judge. I don't do any of that shit. Oh, you did that shit because you was feeling petty. It's okay. Everyone feels petty. I'm not judging you on anything, any of your actions. It's okay that you... You know, did anything petty in your life? You're a girl. It's okay. Yeah. Y'all do petty shit. That's fine. Yeah, Dudes do petty shit. It's okay. We're human beings. I make people feel better about it, and I feel like they can live. People can live around me. So, 
yeah, I get around some beautiful women. I just want to hang out. I just want to chill. And that's the type of shit that, you know. And I kind of want to, you know, for my, I have a lot of cool guy friends. And I don't want to be out here. I don't know the females. They make a vibe. That's how you make a vibe. And if I have, you know, people come visit me. And it's like, they got a, we got a spot somewhere. You know, big ass spot. And it's like. We're, they're new here. They don't know anyone in LA type shit. Yeah. Where, where's got, the vibe at? Right, you know, right. We're not trying at? to just look at each other. And they're not, you know. Yeah. I can create the vibe. I can call some girls that's not going to come here and make an issue. All right. So, damn. I mean, look, 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 man. You going for it. I can't even lie. And I, I feel like you're in the right, you're in the right inboxes, you know. You're in the right deal. Did you have any other notes? Yeah, yes, I do. And this is overtime, by the way. We in overtime, OT. You yeah, already know. Yeah. Um, this is OT. This is something I do on the podcast when we go over. Yeah, I talk about weak-ass Madden, you know, the game and shit. If you might want to help me out with the game, and guess what? I want to be the gamer. I want to join technology and all that. But who knows what the world's going to be on? COVID is changing everything. Um, talked about... All this other shit, but oh yeah, I would love to basically y'all know I got my own business out here in this world. Kentucky Bluegrass Medical. And I'm out here really doing something that I wanna help young people get into the farming industry because you could for real work and see your money grow. You wanna do that right now? Yeah, that's what I'm doing it for right now. For anyway, I'm opening up doors. I'm only twenty six, I'm opening up doors for other people to start doing it younger. If they would have told me this in high school, at 18 years old, I would have invested myself and my money into a farm. Could I invite some people to invest some money into it? Yeah, you have people that want to invest money? I know two people. Like how much? Good question, we'll see. Exactly. (laughs) It ain't over 10,000? Yeah, nah. We're not really taking shit. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah, Um, you know... If it ain't 10000 and above, I mean, there's not really you can much do. Um, yeah, you gotta, you gotta go that bag a little bit. Especially if you want to get invested as in take a little bit of ownership. It depends on what they want. Okay. Okay. Have you invested 10000 I invested more than 10000 invested my life and my happiness. Yeah, I invested in me leaving Costa Rica. That was my investment. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Me living in a place where the, the air is cleaner. That was my investment. Me leaving fresh fruit, vegetables and fruits and, and fresh bread in the morning. Good avocados. I ain't had a good avocado since I left. Fuck. Huh. I ain't had a good pineapple since I left. That's so true. Like, nigga, I ain't even had a good tomato since I left. I haven't had good anything for real. Okay. Yeah. Money can ever buy. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. I have invested more than ten thousand dollars. I've invested. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I wish I. Nah. I don't know. Ten. Maybe like five thousand, six thousand. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, what does that mean though? Even if they don't want to be investors, what if they just want to like? Like, what if they just want to? I guess, pretty much. Is it they want to make money off of it? Is that what you said? I guess that's what I was about to say, but... 
I mean, then, then, yeah, it's like, I will take this six. And we'll show you what we can make with it. Things like that. But it's like, at this time and point, we have, we still have bills. And a whole setup that needs to be, probably going to have to be reset. So I wouldn't take anyone's investment right now. Anyway, unless it was $10,000 or more, period, just for the safety of their investment. Okay. You know, because of $10,000 with their investment, I could buy some land. And now he owns land in California, whoever invested that money. Okay. So for the safety of the investment, $10,000. Yeah. I think that. And if you're not trying to invest $10,000, then you're not trying to really make money out here. Now, I'll take the little 5000 though. You got to wait for a little bit till we get right. Because I'll take that 5000 once we're right any day. Once we, if we got everything growing, <laughs> like crazy shit, like uh-huh. the whole setup, we don't pay rent and shit, I'll take that 5000 yeah. And then do it. Oh, it will go straight to, I can tell them where it's going straight to the farm at. And, um, and what does that mean for them? Are they just the people put in the 5000 Like Yeah, so I'm saying. It depends on what anything. they want. What yeah. do they want? And other people don't know. Or won't really say it because they're afraid or whatever. So it's like... I was like, I want some bitch. No. <laughs> Not doing that. Okay. But if they want to like, I want to spend 5000 and I want to help work, things like that, then what are they good at? What are you good at? What do you want to do? Um, realistically, this is what we have open. This is what we're trying to do. Things like that. And if they're not trying to, like, do any of that, then we can just make the money. All right. So, uh, what else? What else you got on there? Um, well, I never even got to my point. So, I'm trying to create jobs in this business that are different jobs. I remember we were talking about, um, Aries, come on now, bro. I don't know. Go. Go. So we were talking about how I would want to eventually have jobs to where people can come there and breathe and get paid. Yeah, that's was, eventually that's when it yeah, right. Yeah, I was just that's what I'm saying. So yeah. I would have a conscious breathing job when you come in and you literally just do a breathing technique in front of the plants, in front of certain plants, just out there, just walking through the garden, breathing, just walking through the farm, breathing. Um, I believe, you know, the world can, you know, we can use uh, construction human management, which is basically all the structures right now, um, just basically start fixing them up um, with recycled, with, with human management, we can use the recycling management team. So basically like having, um, stop Aries. So we basically have the recyclable places be more aggressive. You don't even know the recyclable place out here. Even if there is one, like, it's not marketed. It's not talked about. No one works there that you know. I'm talking about I'm having that bitch lady, nigga. I will have the recyclable place so lit, free meals, free discounts at these restaurants, 
things like that. Restaurants that we help recycle and shit, taking discount cards. So our employees get discount cards. And from to the bars, we collect glass bottles. So like, we just got the whole discount set up and it's good for young people's summer jobs. We just make it the cool thing to do. Four hour shifts, you come in, stand right here, separate glass from cardboard and all that shit. And that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I do. Stop! Stop! Move! Back up! Move! Shut up. But yeah, that's really it. Um, what else Tommy's doing a gun? Um, you got a crazy ass Archie go foot. That shit beautiful. That shit like the McDonald's. <laughs> nah, I was flat footed for a second. I really had to work on getting it back. Nigga, I'm jealous of shit. That's a perfect Archie. Step on tennis balls. Oh, I got an idea for, like, if the military wants to not be a military anymore, like, serious killing niggas and all that, but they just want to be the military, we can start a sports league bigger than the NFL, bigger than the MMA, bigger than boxing, bigger than all that shit. Aries, please stop. Please stop. Stop it. I'm doing something. I'm in But yeah, you can just, the military can just start their own league. The Army, Air Force, Navy, Marines. Keep the recruitment numbers up. Keep doing it. Keep the whole little job. Keep the whole little, yes, sir. No, sir. Keep it all up. Who gives a fuck? But just understand it's a game. Okay. And, I'm, and make it a real life game, though. But not where you, it ends in death. But actually a game that ends in like points and money won yeah. for your country. Yeah. So it's yeah, like. Yeah, you want millions of dollars for your country. Millions. Millions. Multi-millions. Like $100 million type shit. Off of like eight different games. Capture the flag. Headquarters. Legit headquarters. Like actual Call of Duty games in real life. But like paintball. But not with paintball. But with actual non-penetrating bullets. That that can cause a concussion. Or even death. So, we gotta make it scary. It gets hurt. You get hurt. And it's like a full, though, it's like a full suit. So, from head to toe, it's filled with like this non piercing material, sensitive game material that um, you basically can get hit in your finger. The sensitivity, like, like, if you get shot in your finger, your suit picks that up. Yeah. So, if you get shot right here, your suit picks that up. So, um, your points can you have a you have a health meter, like a game. Yeah. So it's like if you get shot in the head, you're done. You get shot in the, you get shot in the arm, you still can you can still play. You're good. I like it. Yeah. I like it. And. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. And. It get it hurts too. Like the game is full hurt. You could do hand on hand combat, which would be a mixture of MMA. That be still considered service. Mm-hmm. I think water should be free. Hell yeah, we got an ocean. 
I never understood why the fuck we don't. You know why? Because they didn't polluted it. To where it's like, we don't want to take that water. But I don't understand why they don't have a filter on the system that filters that filters seawater into drinking water. What system? I mean, why isn't there technology that does that? Because they don't, they don't get it from ocean. Well, why can't you do that? They can. Well, I say. It costs more money. You just go get it. Go to the water. Go to the ocean. Go take that ocean water to your house. Put it in this machine. Make clean water. Most definitely. I wonder how he said that. I don't know. This is a well. It's a water well. They just digging the ground to the to the water source. He digs in to the ground to the water source. Well, well places. He didn't do it. There's a you know people. Pe- yeah, people that come in. That's what you do. Like if you live in the country, like out here, you have a land that is raw land. Doesn't have any water source. Nothing to set up a plumbing system. From where? Where's the water going to come from? Uh, so, so you have to dig a well. Where the toilets flush. That's what I'm saying. But that's different for this house than the next house. If we're out in the country. We're not the same thing as Inyo Kern or uh, Ridgecrest. Where we flush doesn't go with Ridgecrest flush. Yeah. Ours goes to a whole septic a tank. There's a plumbing system for, for the toilet stuff. Yeah, if, from to the septic tank. That's not where we get our water. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Two totally different things. Okay. So the water plot comes from a well that you dig in the ground. Is the well's water already purified? No. How do you purify it? Through a purifier. You got a purifier. Where it, where is it at? On the little thing. Is it at the bottom of the sink? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. I need one. I just had to like Bill's house. Nigga had his shit coming from a mountain. The water in his drains and stuff came from mountain. It was mountain water. Purified mountain water. Purified mountain water. It tasted different than the water y'all had at the crib. Bro, it's the best water ever. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That was the water at the crib, at Bill's crib. You turn on the shower. You turn on the, uh, the sink. You turn on the wash your hands. Flush the toilet. It's purified mountain water. It's beautiful. Yo. What else we got here? That's pretty much it, to be honest. Um, Episode 99, man. You started... Two years ago. Started two years ago. Costa Rica. Piedvida. And now we're on episode 99. I would have been dead this shit, like, last year. But mm-hmm. something told me to wait. Yeah. And do 100 later. All right, well. Oh, yeah, I got shirts coming out. Merch, 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 merch. I got con- uh, Consent is Sexy shirts coming. Consent is sexy. Mm-hmm. Consent is sexy. Shirts coming soon. I'm, I'm going to be hand screening them myself. Stop. Oh, hush it. I'm out of here. Hey, guys. <laughs>